live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwap. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwap. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Welcome back, Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show. Typical Kansas fans in town tonight. Sooners and Jayhawks, 6 o'clock inside the Lloyd Noble Center. <laughs> I, I texted Cut you last night. Cut in front of them in Norman, uh, lines in Norman restaurants today. <laughs> My uh, Trevor brought that up last night at dinner, and I was like, oh, man, we got to try to find that audio for tomorrow morning. He was telling Chloe about the time Dad uh, blew up on a Kansas fan in Kansas City. <laughs> Uh, they can be a bit much, and there'll be a bunch of them in Norman tonight. What kind of crowd are we going to have tonight, Teach? Packed house tonight or no? Six o'clock on a Tuesday, but it's Kansas. This is how big this game is. I'll be in the house tonight. So, yeah, it's a what? packed house. I've gained a lot of weight wow. since the last game I've been to. Packed house. You're going tonight? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. I just wanted How to. I just that? wanted to look at the back of your head all night. So, decided How to go. How about that? Well, that's very. That's that's fun. Uh, John, you going tonight? No, no, John tonight. Well, we got to talk some OUKU uh, coming up. Dissect this thing. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if either the Groves brothers have helped with the game plan tonight. Or if Kansas maybe feels like they owe the Groves brothers something. Now, KU won that game, the NCAA tournament game against Eastern Washington last year. But Tanner and he Jacob them made them work yeah, for it. They made them. They made them work. Uh, I remember. I think I told this on the radio. Maybe not. That this year we were at Kansas for the football game, and David Lawrence. The KU color analyst was in the booth before the game. We were chopping it up, Teach. And uh, he said, tell me about your basketball team. And I said, well, we got the Groves brothers from Eastern Washington. And he goes, the Groves brothers? You got the Groves brothers? I said, yeah. He goes, holy bleep. Dropped a curse word on me there. So uh, he was impressed then. But we'll see if they got some magic in them tonight. Going to need it. KU's really good. They're in first place in the Big 12. Sooners trying to break a two-game skid 
as they're back home tonight. Uh, students are back. I've been told we're going to have a rowdy student section tonight, so that's good to hear. Hopefully that is indeed the case. Now, but, though, we're talking a little football here. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting question, and I think the fact that the playoff expansion hasn't happened yet is of note could factor into OU's plans here. One, less money injected into the situation because with the expanded playoff comes more money for everyone. So you don't get that windfall yet because there is no expanded playoff yet if it's going to happen at all. And uh, two, you've had a upheaval in your own football program here not a complete rebuild or reset but certainly upheaval and uh you know you've you 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 also have the financial element of this to think about and i feel like maybe we slough that off a bit ah, 80 million dollars it's funny money i hear i hear teddy say it's funny money Hey, 80 million. These guys are raking it in hand over fist. Well, I still got to be an $80 million check that's written, and you're going to have to go ask somebody for that money or whatever they can agree on if they're going to get out of Maybe, you know, early in this, TJ, there was the thought that ESPN mm-hmm. would write, would foot the bill. Eh. ESPN's not paying to send announcers to the games that they call. I don't know that ESPN's writing an $80 million check. Maybe they would. Maybe. I haven't heard them do it yet, though. Let's say you're able to negotiate that down to 50 That's still $50 million, Teach. And they're trying to renovate a baseball stadium. They're trying to build a softball stadium. I'm hearing numbers that Thad Turnipseed wants to build a new football complex to be ready to compete in the SEC like for 150 million or something like that they you know they're trying to get things done throwing away 50 80 million dollars something like that I don't think anybody's real super fired up about that so I don't think that's nothing there's a lot of fiscal conservative people in this state that are like ah, 80 million 80 million just whatever <laughs> so i don't know i feel like maybe if we they were immediately going to a 12 team playoff where you were going to get the bigger sec check where you were going to get the playoff extra playoff money where espn was going to jump in and help you out where all that kind of stuff early on was in the conversation okay maybe they go ahead and jump immediately but they're not getting the extra playoff money and i haven't heard anybody jumping in to try to lower that number and i haven't heard of any rumblings of espn trying to help them out maybe that's going on behind the scenes and we're just not privy to it but i do know joe castiglione and he he's not just a guy who just throws money in the trash can you know I would be a little shocked if he, under the current situation, doesn't go three years. We can wait three years. 
get our feet under us. Let's save the 50, 80 mil, whatever it's going to be. We could put that towards a new baseball stadium we're going to need to build or renovate for the SEC. We can get Love's Field completed. I mean, the Love's family gave $9 million, but it's a $27 million softball stadium they're trying to build. We can get this new football complex that Brent Venables and Thad Turnipseed want built so we can be more like Alabama and Clemson. And in three years, without paying anything, we'll be in the SEC anyway. I mean, I would lean toward that being more likely than them saying, let's just go ahead and dive in and write the check. I'm with you. I, I The $80 million is not something you can just toss around, especially when you're, like you said, the facilities you're trying to do all around, you know, with baseball, softball, you've got the big donation, but you're still trying to get that done. Uh, other sports are trying to get some upgrades in. Throwing around $80 million is not the wisest thing. I just continue to look at this as um, that's going to get way nego- negotiated way down. Maybe. You said 50. I think I think it ends up closer to 20 by the time it's done if they want to negotiate it But who's going to negotiate it down? Like uh, that's, the, that's the question. I don't know. That's always the feeling I've had is that that won't be the number. I, I think there's maybe a possibility that Bowlesby, you know, they get in the other schools here, okay, in the next couple of years because somebody's coming in two years and then the other ones are coming for the 24 season, I believe. One, I think one school's coming in 23 and the other three are coming in 24. I, I could see a possibility where Bowlesby says, okay, we are now at 12. If we let this thing go to 25, we get nothing out of OU Texas. But if we let them out one year early for 20 million each, right. at least we get something out of them. That may be. But I haven't heard any hint of wanting to negotiate negotiate out of him yet. Like, he's just been nothing but OU Texas hate so far. But when you're facing getting zero, maybe then you could get him to come to the negotiating table. For $20 million even, though? I mean, for $20 million, does Joe look at it and go, yeah, we'll play one more season and not have to pay $20 million? Man, I don't know. Is it worth $20 million to take a, a go a year early to the SEC? Maybe. Well, the amount of money you can possibly start making in the SEC, I would say yes at that would point. Would counteract it? Yeah, I would counteract it. Maybe the SEC jumps in and helps pay it a little bit or something. I don't know. Think of all the OU merchandise with a Big 12 logo on it that you're just going to have to trash. You Vintage. You got, yeah, you got well, you to gotta, you gotta start over if it's got the SEC logo on it. So Yeah. A lot of money sitting out there. It, I mean, the whole uh, the whole uh, the the reason we started this conversation is because they have once again tabled the playoff, and the ACC was pretty adamant about, and eh, we're not ready for that yet. So I'm just wondering if that kind of throws throws thing, the pause button on OU heading to the SEC. But could be wrong. Who's on hold, TJ? I'm sorry. Uh, Richard's holding on. Richard, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, guys. How you doing this morning? Good. Hey, Toby, your story uh, reminded me of a 
a story that uh, so one of my sons is a big Chiefs fan, and years ago when we had just beat Missouri in the Big 12 championship game, uh, so that'll kind of date it for you. I took him up to a Kansas City Chiefs game, and so it's cold, and my heavy coat is an Oklahoma coat and Oklahoma Sooners. And so at halftime, I go get some hot chocolate or whatever, and I'm coming back, and on the end of our row, there's two guys. One's wearing Missouri apparel and one's wearing KU apparel. And so, you know, I, I make eye contact to let him know I need down that row. And he's got this, the Missouri guy's got this scowl on his face. And uh, you know how when you're trying to get by a row, you wind up six inches from each other. And just as I'm in front of him, he says, oh, you sucks. And, you know, the first thing I thought of, I just said, Big 12 champs. And uh, so I go move down to the KU guy, and he yells, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. And kind of like you, you know, I'm not a real confrontational guy, but the first thing that came to my mind was I said, you've got to be talking basketball. And it just hit him just right, and he just burst out laughing, and it, you know, turned a tense situation into a little bit of fun. But I hope tonight we can – Treat those Jayhawks, you know, with a little bit of uh, – I hope we can fill the arena, that's for sure, you know? Yeah, yeah. Need a fun – need a, need a big-time environment tonight. Hey, Richard, thanks for the call. Appreciate it, man. Good story. You bet. You bet. All right. Take a break. Let's chat with John here at Brown O'Haver. When we come back, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show on a Tuesday. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Welcome back to T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. The $8.99 listing fee saved people over $300,000 last year. Terry and Jackie put that money back in the buyer's pocket, or the seller's pocket, I should say. They can do the same for you. Give them a call, 405-361-3380, or visit saxonrealtygroup.com and say, Terry, what's up with that? He'll let you know. A couple of texts here, and I'll let you get to your visit with John. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I am not wearing anything with an SEC logo on it. Never say never. Yeah, It's going going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be a rough transition there for some people for a while. You will gladly put on an SEC logo if it says Oklahoma SEC champs and then eventually national champs and has that logo on there. You will put it on. Uh, How much does the decision... How much does the decision of when to leave depend on how the Big 12 leadership threats OU in terms of scheduling? Um, I don't understand the question. Do you, TJ? Yeah, I'm trying to. How You play everybody as it is, so treats, probably treats is what they meant there in terms of scheduling. I, I mean, your schedule is what it is in football, mm-hmm. so, I mean, in, in all and sports. In, basketball. in all sports, yeah, so yeah. you'll have to clarify exactly what you're meaning there. Uh, $80 million is a lot of money, but you have to look at how much money they would make if they were already in the SEC those three years. 
It wouldn't be $80 million. It would be more. I can't remember that we figured this up at one point. I could probably do a quick Google search as to, like, the checks in, what has it been, a $15 million difference between the SEC and the Big 12 the uh-huh. last couple of years, somewhere in that ballpark. So, you know, it would be it'd be an extra 15. I would counterbalance some of it if you got that immediately, but not 80. But if you get it, could get it down to enough that it would counterbalance it, then okay. Or you wait it out, and then it's all profit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> that's, oh, that's true. Um, the, yeah, I don't. I don't know if that would pan out in three years or not. I mean, I don't think it would. But yeah. are you willing to take that smaller hit, depending on what that number is? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawton Sooner says he would not bother you tonight, but wants to know if the spotter boards are available for tonight's game. <laughs> uh, is he going to be there? Um, he doesn't say. He just says, I promise I won't oh. bother you while you're still doing the post-game radio show. <laughs> yeah, he was listening to the show yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk to John here. We're at Brown O'Haver today. Brown O'Haver, John, we have so many new listeners because of the expanded signal. So let's tell folks first, what is Brown O'Haver? Sure. Brown O'Haver, we are public insurance adjusters. We work for the insured, not the insurance company. So if you or somebody you know has suffered a loss um, from fire, wind, flood, theft, vandalism. NATOs. NATOs. Give us a call, 405-735-5510. And we will work for you to get you paid more for your insurance claim than you would get on your own. But, John, I've got an insurance agent. Why do I need you for, John? Absolutely. Your, your insurance agent is your salesman. They sell you the policy. They do not adjust the policy for you. The insurance company hires their own adjuster. They are a for-profit company. So they are trying to mitigate their losses that they have to pay out. When you hire us, we're maximizing the losses that the insurance company is going to pay out. More money in your pocket. I'm going to need an example, so, John. I'm gonna, I don't quite understand yet. So we I'm going to need an example. <laughs> we had a client uh, who had a water loss uh, th- this time last year. and Some they had, sort of flood situation. It was a flood, exactly. Yeah. And they damaged it, it got damaged through their entire home. They got paid. And then they heard us, about us on KREF. And reached out that? to us and reached out to us and said, "Hey, we already got paid." The power of advertising, ladies but and gentlemen. We uh, we're not sure if we can get more or not. So we took a look at it and reviewed their claim, and they. It turns out that they actually had a custom size flooring that was different than the standard flooring. Okay. The insurance company only paid them for their standard I flooring. See. We got them three times the amount the insurance company had initially paid them. So in this case, it was they had paid them $21,000, and we got them an additional $42,000. An additional $42,000. They already thought they were paid. You said it's something key in there. They had already been paid. They had already been paid. The process had been completed. In their mind, it had been completed. And they still came to you and said, hey, any chance you can help us out? Absolutely. And that's so if you're out there and you've had a loss in the last six months, even the last year, and you've gone through an insurance loss and you're saying to yourself, well, I, I'm pretty sure I got paid. 
unless you've reached maximum policy limits on every facet of your policy, have us take a look at it. It, it costs you nothing for us to take a look at it. We will decide, we will be able to give you some feedback, tell you if we think we can get you more, tell you if you've been paid fairly. We're not going to want to take it on if you've been paid fairly. We're not going to put you through that. But in most cases, we can probably get you more money um, and there's no risk to you. You only pay us if we increase your claim. Worst case scenario, they bring it in and you say, you know what? Nothing we can do to help you. Exactly. You've been treated 100% fairly. Thank you for coming by to see you. That's the, that's the worst best. case scenario. That's the worst, or the best. You know, depending on if you don't want to go through it. I mean, I, that, you know. But they're not going to have to write you a but check. But they don't have to write to us a check. And, sit down with you. And it's not, it's not a burdensome process for us to review it. We take a look at your policy. We take a look at what you've been paid. And we say, oh, you know what? We can get you more money. Um, or we had a client over the weekend suffer a fire, that's called us this day of the fire. That's the best way to do it. It's the best way to do it because we're, we're managing the situation from the beginning. Yeah. We're working. We can then begin the process with the insurance company from the beginning, with your contractor from the beginning, doing an inventory while the stuff is still there to be able to process it to get you paid the most. If you've had a loss, it, uh, unfortunately for a lot of folks, it's fire season, it's cold out, got space heaters, mm-hmm. you got fireplaces, you've got all these things that are, can occur. Um, if you've had a loss, call us 405-735-5510 let us help you from the beginning but if you have already had a claim call us let us review it either way we get you more money and um we've got the client list the referral list uh to prove it to show you what we can do we can give you referrals we can give you people to call to see how we go to facebook you got testimony after testimony check us out on facebook check us out check us out on twitter um, you know, we've been in business now in Oklahoma since 2006. Um, so we're not going anywhere. Um, we're here located in Moore. We've been here. We're, we've done that for the folks that are just now learning about us. This is, it's not something new. We're, yeah. We've been doing this now for a long time and we wouldn't be doing it for a long time if we didn't make our clients more money. How do people get a hold of you? The best way is calls 405-735-5510. Ask to speak to one of our adjusters. Um, and we'd be ha- like I said, we'd be happy to review any claim you've had, uh, or if you've uh, suffered a recent loss, we'll get out there today and uh, take over and uh, start managing the process from the beginning. Like I say, folks, hopefully nothing ever happens uh, that you will need a situation like this. Although the average is one, one in your lifetime. Yeah, you're going to have one. You're going to have one major loss in your life. So if you own a house, you know the the, the chances are that you're going to have a loss in your life. Give us a call, 405-735-5510. If somebody you know has had a loss, yeah, pass our, pass their informa- pass our informa- somebody. Pass our information to them. Um, let us let us at least talk to them, make sure that they've got all the information they need. If somebody takes all of the information and makes a decision, we're good with that. It's when you don't take the information, when you don't know what's out there, when you don't know what's available, when you don't know what resources you have, when you don't know what typical industry trends are, that's where you can get in trouble. But if you have all the information, we want to give you every bit of information we can give you, then you can make a decision. But typically, we get our clients 30 to 40% more than they get it on their own. We shorten the timeline. Ever since COVID started two years ago, insurance companies have been slow to pay, slow to respond. They're short-staffed. They're just like every other business out there. People are working from home, working remotely. It's hard for them to get to your lost site. We're not working remotely. We are working in office. 
We are traveling to sites. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Uh, literally. Boots Literally on the cowboy boots on the ground. And uh, so give us a call, 405-735-5510. Let us help you with your insurance loss. Let's share some more examples a little bit later on Absolutely. in the show. I got the list. I got a long list. We'll take a break. When we come back, Parker Thune joins us live. The latest on Dart and Trig and Caleb Williams and all things transfer, portal, and recruiting. This is The Ref. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Going to talk some OUKU coming up, but right now let's uh, bring in Parker Thune. You can hear him every day, noon to 2 with Mike Steely, and then 2 to 3 on the hottest new show on the network with uh, Tyler McComas. What do you call that 2 o'clock hour again, Parker? It is called Locked In, and by hottest show on the network, I believe you mean only new show on the network so we don't have a whole lot of competition but uh yes tyler and i do have a lot of fun from two to three well we got we uh we got ratings out there for everything we're constantly monitoring the public what do you like what do you not like about the network the only consistent is that this show is the has the lowest approval rating on every survey why do you do that but the people love that that two to three hour People love that two to three hour. All right, that's enough silly stuff. Parker, uh, let's start with uh, Dart and Trig. What's the latest? <laughs> oh, I tell you what, Toby. Um, this is one that could literally drop at any time. Uh, I was, I, I'll be honest with you, I was sitting up pretty late last night waiting on a potential announcement from those two. Uh, especially because, you know, they're out on the West Coast. So you figured that uh, at some point, you know, they're, what, two hours behind us. So what's late to us isn't even as late to them. So there was a lot of belief that maybe something could be coming last night. And when that didn't happen, the focus kind of shifted to today. But, look, I, I don't think it's a secret for folks that have been following this process, it's going to be Ole Miss or it's going to be Oklahoma. And the other factor here is that these two are absolutely, most definitely a package deal. So where one goes, there the other will go also. And at this point in time, you would have to lean Oklahoma. And that's where I'm leaning based on everything I've heard over the last 24 hours or so. And that's not to say it's a done deal. Uh, the Rebels and Lane Kiffin could absolutely still make a late run here, but I think it's very telling that there hasn't been an announcement yet, especially because their second visit was to Ole Miss. So they went to OU first on Friday, and Saturday they progressed down to Oxford. And I really believe, Toby, that if Oxford was the destination, there would have been an announcement by now. I think the fact that we've now gotten as far removed as we have from that Ole Miss visit is yet another indicator that it's going to be Oklahoma at the end of the day. So again, I don't think anything is a certainty, and I think this very well could still swing the other direction, but if you're asking me to put money down right now, I would have to say both of those two are going to be Sooners. Jackson Dart, Michael Trigg, Dart quarterback, Trigg tight end, the two USC guys, uh, could could come today. Uh, uh, Parker saying an announcement could come any moment. 
and he is uh, just now said he is putting his own money down that it'll be Oklahoma. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I mean, if that's where I got to land, if, I, if you're asking me to bet one way or another right now, yes, I would okay. take Oklahoma. And I would say I'll give it 65 70% odds. Wow, that's pretty good. Uh, what can you tell us about Trey Morrison from North Carolina? And is it Kanai Walker? Out of Louisville, that both said they're coming to OU? Yeah. Tell us about these two guys. Yeah, so obviously the Sooners hosted three defensive backs this past weekend, and they went three for three. All three of them are now committed. So you got C.J. Colden from Wyoming. uh, You got Kenai Walker from Louisville. And then, of course, as you mentioned, Trey Morrison from North Carolina, the most recent addition. Now, uh, I think – Kenai Walker is probably the one the fans will kind of scratch their heads over the most just because he was a three-star prospect in the class of 2021, only played one game and only recorded one tackle as a true freshman for Louisville. And so I think the consensus opinion at this point from the fan base is probably going to be, okay, what what is this guy going to do for us? And it's one of those things, Toby, that ultimately you just have to trust Brent Venables on because we're talking about the man that has been arguably the premier defensive coordinator in college football for the better part of two decades that's taking over as Oklahoma's head coach. And if he sees a guy that he feels like fits his system and that he can unlock the potential in and that has a high ceiling in his scheme, and he thinks Kenai Walker is a take at the University of Oklahoma – you just got to believe that Brent Venables knows what he's talking about and has earned the benefit of the doubt in that regard. So, again, not that much to go off based on tape and based on production from Kanai Walker, but it's one of those things where you look at his physique, six foot two, 190 pounds, and the fact that he can play cornerback or he can play safety, you figure, okay, Brent Venables probably knows what he's doing if he's taking a flyer on this guy via the transfer portal. Now, the other two defensive backs, Colden and Morrison, Colden out of Wyoming, battled injuries early on in his career before having a couple of really productive seasons in 2020 and 2021. It is very rarely that you see a cornerback rack up 67 tackles in a season, but that is what he did in 2021 for the Cowboys. So, uh, six foot one, 185 pounds, big physical corner, and he's a guy that's, you know, you, you take a look at what Oklahoma has returning to that cornerback room in Woody Washington and DJ Graham. There's not necessarily a guy, or there's not necessarily a need for a guy that can jump in and start immediately over one of those guys because I don't think either Woody Washington or DJ Graham needs to get replaced, but at the same time, uh, Colden is very much an insurance policy for one of those guys in the case of injury, as you saw this past year with Woody Washington. Or, you know, the other thing you worry about is maybe that Alamobile performance kind of gets in DJ Graham's head and the mentality just isn't where it has been heading into 2022. And so in that case, Colden's a guy that you can plug and play as a starter. And then circling back around to Morrison, this is a guy, Toby, that is one of the most experienced players that was available in the transfer portal in this cycle period, regardless of position. 44 starts to his name over four seasons at North Carolina. He's played nickel, he's played corner, he's played safety. So he's legitimately a guy that you can plug in anywhere on the secondary. 
He's going to produce at a high level. He's not that big, five foot nine, one ninety, but a very scrappy player, and he knows what he's doing, regardless of which position you put him at. Like I said, experienced, technically sound, and somebody that you can rely on. And you take a look at the fact that you got to replace both safeties in Norman next year, and I think everybody kind of takes it as a given at this point that Key Lawrence is going to inherit one of those spots. Maybe the other one belongs to Trey Morrison, and there's going to be a competition. Robert Spears Jennings is a guy that I really like to make a sleeper push for the other starting role at safety, but you'd have to consider Trey Morrison an early odds-on favorite to start for the Sooners in the secondary in 2022. All right, two more quick questions. Caleb Williams, is there any reason – we still haven't heard anything. Is there any reason to believe – because we still haven't heard anything, that it's not going to be USC? Or are you still convinced it's USC? <laughs> Man, Toby, I have no idea at this point. And I don't think anybody does. That's just that's the reality where we sit. It, I, I really do believe that if it was USC, it would have been done a week ago. Um, the family and Caleb took a visit to UCLA midweek last week, and from everything I've heard, loved it. They may take another visit. I don't think they're in a hurry to get this thing done. That's just the sense I get. There is, there hasn't really felt like yeah, that's there's quite a clear. urgency. Yes. So, uh, it, if I had to bet right now, to be honest with you, Toby, I would put money on UCLA. But at the end of the day, hmm. what wow. you also got to consider is that Caleb has a very well-documented affinity for Lincoln Riley, and regardless of how things went down at Oklahoma, that's the coach he committed to originally. And if you recall, over the course of Caleb Williams' recruitment, I mean, those two would spend hours studying film together over Zoom. They got very, very close. And so I think naturally that relationship is a little damaged at this point based on how Riley left Oklahoma but I don't think it's irreparable, and that's the reason he still could end up at USC despite all of this. It's also uh, very much worth noting that Mario Williams did commit to USC, so that's another factor that the Trojans have uh, at play for them. All right, last question, and we got to keep it short here. If Jackson Dart chooses Ole Miss, we already know Chubba Purdy has gone to Nebraska. Is there another quarterback option out there for OU in the portal? I mean, JT Daniels just hit the portal yesterday. Uh, if Dart hmm. does go to Ole Miss, maybe their freshman quarterback, Luke Altmeyer hits the portal. Uh, there's no clear, easy answer at this point right now. But uh, and, and, you know, OU might just cut their losses if Dart goes to Ole Miss and chooses to move on uh, with two scholarship quarterbacks in Gabriel and Nick Evers. Uh, I'll, I'll be able to give you a better idea of that in 24 to 48 hours, I would imagine. But... Uh, for right now, there are a lot of chips in the middle for Jackson Dart from Oklahoma. All right. Parker says Dart and Trigg, OU, 65-70%. And Caleb Williams, you're leaning UCLA right now? Really? I am leaning UCLA. Wow. Good stuff. Meaty segment. Parker Thune coming up noon to 3, really, today right here on The Ref. Parker, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Toby. Take care. All right, there you go. We'll take a break. We're at Brown O'Haver today. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group. 
to bring you this hour. You'll see others bragging about how many millions they sold in real estate last year. Terry's not bragging about that. He's bragging about the money that he saved people out there with his $8.99 listing fee. Put a lot of money in the buyer's pocket and the seller's pocket. Done that twice now. Um, but he can the buyers too, I guess. Uh, $8.99 listing fee. Find out what he can do for you and the sell of your home. And about the $8.99 listing fee, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. This texter says, I've been saying all along Caleb Williams is going to UCLA or Clemson. We should have listened to him. We get that person on the air. Should have listened to him. Uh... (laughs) How about schools slash classes for these guys? It starts today. Well, under new NIL rules, they no longer have to attend class. So um, that is not a determining factor anymore. I'm yeah, joking. there's a I'm grace joking. period I'm there. Joking. and I, yeah. the, uh, the, Well, that's a legit uh, text. There is a period of time by which you have to enroll. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, easy, easy, easy. Oh, John got tangled up in his boots and the headphones and everything. <laughs> I forgot you were there at first, Near and I trap. thought the dogs had just came in and attacked something. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The headphones attacked John's feet. That's what that was. Uh, what was he talking about? Uh, there is a a date by which uh, at OU you have to be enrolled, I believe, in order to uh, get in, certainly this semester now, you know, we're talking about next football season. So, theoretically, you could come in the summer, you know, TJ, and still be a part of next year. But to be a part of the, the, the spring transfer cycle and be in the uh, spring practice and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know what that date is. And it's not today. You know, you've got, I don't know, a week, week and a half, two weeks, something like that before, before you uh, are cut off from that, I believe. Uh, you can tell Parker just woke up. His pipes are still a little clogged, LMAO. Um, that is an early rise time, I think, for Parker. And as he said, he was up late last night waiting for West Coast news to drop and never did. Hmm. So, um, Well, we appreciate the effort. Yes. Great effort, great effort. Uh, does CW have a meeting with BV on Wednesday? Don't know. Oh, well, if that's out there floating... Parker didn't mention it, and I have not That's heard that. That's a lot that, of initials. So. It's going to take me a That's second right. to decipher Caleb that Caleb Williams, uh, does he have a meeting with uh, Brent oh. Venables on Wednesday? I don't know. If he does, I'm unaware. Um, TBD. Uh, TBD there on that one. Uh, <laughs> B.A. Boomer, Brown O'Haver needs to be the adjuster for the OU negotiations of their buyouts. <laughs> yeah, can they get them out of the uh, Big 12 I contract? Like <laughs> work on behalf of OU. That's right. Uh, well, he did, John the, did, all the damage that's been done. That, yes, yes. <laughs> John did have a text uh, earlier on the text line asking if they could handle claims in North Texas. Yeah, absolutely. He's shaking his head with authority, right, TJ. Yes, yes is the answer. Get with John and them over there at Brown O'Haver yeah. if you have something. They'll shower um, significantly afterwards, but yes, they'll do it. <laughs> Does the eighty million lower after each season? Not that I'm aware of. I maybe if I have not heard that, but that doesn't mean it's not true. We're just full of answers here in this segment. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys just being think? honest? <laughs> as far as I know, it's eighty million, right. regardless. But 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know of it lowering each year. Like it's not a you know twenty million gets chopped off incremental, each year or something. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think of Braden Willis saying he had tougher workouts in high school than anything they've done yet at OU? Mm, damaging, damaging. I would say that's a, not an Tells endorsement. Tells me he had a tough for uh, the high Benny Wiley coach. workout plan. I would say that's not an endorsement. Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh well, I would say in today day one under Schmitty. Yes, and there's a lot of grown men out there that are really obsessed with the Schmitty workout. That you know, I don't know if they'll survive today. They're so excited. You know the meme of the guy with the pop up chair that shows up at like the soccer game <laughs> yes, and just in right. one flick opens it up. <laughs> yes. There's gonna be uh, dozens of former Sooner players that are doing that at the. Uh, facility today just to watch a Schmitty workout. We'll take a break. Top of the hour. We're at Brown O'Haver. Back up to this.